0: From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is On Second Thought. I'm Virginia Prescott. Last week, a lawsuit filed in federal court charged the state of Georgia with violating the Civil Rights Act. The suit was filed on behalf of Kenneth Caban Gonzalez, who relocated from Puerto Rico to southeast Georgia in 2017. Gonzalez says that his documents were seized when he applied for a license at the Georgia Department of Driver Services, and that an inspector there made him answer questions not asked of residents from other states. The governor of Puerto Rico asked Georgia Governor Brian Kemp to look into the complaint, and Kemp this weekend called for an investigation of similar claims of discrimination against Georgia's DDS. Jorge Vasquez from the Latino Justice Agency represents Gonzalez, who is listed in the lawsuit. He joins me now on the line from New York. Hello, Jorge.
1: Hello, Ms. Prescott. Thank you for having me here. Pleasure to be on the show with you.
0: Well, glad to have you with us. We did a brief little recount there of what Kenneth Caban Gonzalez says happened when he went to DDS to get his license. Why did they say they were taking his documents?
1: Interestingly enough, they haven't responded back as to why. they. He's never received an answer as to why they they took his documents or why they're keeping his documents.
0: And what did they take?
1: At that point, his documents included his Puerto Rico driver's license, his birth certificate, and his Social Security card. So he goes to DDS. He provides them with documents, lets them know that he's from Puerto Rico, and is told because he's from Puerto Rico that they need to take another step with him, and this step is an investigation. A few weeks later, he's then contacted and told, hey, we're ready for the investigation. Come in to meet with someone from our office. He later comes into DDS. When he goes to DDS, he meets with an investigator. When he meets with the investigator, the investigator asks, are you from Puerto Rico? Mr. Caban Gonzalez answers the an affirmative, yes. Afterwards, he's told that he's going to be given an exam. And the exam was to see if he's, I guess, from Puerto Rico or to to question the legitimacy that Mr. Caban Gonzalez is is actually from Puerto Rico. So what
0: kind of test determines that?
1: So he was asked an array of questions. Uh, Some of the questions included uh, who's the biggest employer in Puerto Rico. It included uh, what festival is celebrated on another part of the island that that he's not from, uh, for people listening in Georgia, it would be the equivalent the equivalent of asking someone from, let's say, Savannah about festivals or things that happen in Norcross, or asking them about specific things that happen in Atlanta. Uh, he was asked about a baseball stadium. He was asked uh, even trick questions, right? Do Puerto Ricans vote for for the president? Well. For those listening, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, while it's a commonwealth, doesn't vote in the general presidential election, but certainly participates in the presidential primaries. Mm -hmm. Right. So answering something like that the wrong way might have triggered whatever whatever happened to to Mr. Caban Gonzalez. And did, did
0: the DDS respond to questions of what one charges of discrimination and two why these questions were asked?
1: No, DDS has not responded to us, has not responded yet to the lawsuit, and has not responded to Mr. Caban Gonzalez. In fact, Mr. Caban Gonzalez was never told whether he passed or failed the exam. But given what happened to him after he was asked those questions, the presumption is that DDS did not like his answers.
0: Okay, so he did not get a license.
1: Correct. He was never given a license. And his documents have been Uh, in their custody for over 600 days now.
0: All right. They haven't been returned. Now, according to the 2017 census, more than 93,000 Puerto Ricans live in Georgia. Have you heard complaints from other Puerto Rican applicants similar to this?
1: Yes, we've heard complaints, and I personally have heard several complaints from numerous individuals uh, ranging in, in different ages.
0: All right. So that is Jorge Vasquez from the Latino Justice Agency, also joining us from Georgia State University is political science professor Amy Steigerwald. Nice to have you with us again. Great. Thank you for having me. All right. So you listening to this, uh, there was a response. They hadn't received the lawsuit yet, they say DDS, but somebody did go on the record of saying that the state complies with state and federal law in issuing licenses. Anything you hear here that sounds like it would run, a, uh, run across a state or federal law?
2: Well, the biggest thing seems to be the issuance of a test that is about knowledge, not of driving, but of Puerto Rico, which appears to be – Um, I guess, to suss out whether or not the person is really from Puerto Rico, suggesting that perhaps they believe that people have managed to gain documents that are fraudulent, and they're actually from other countries, and so they're trying to portray themselves. Otherwise, it's a little unclear what the purpose of that test would be, especially because there is no similar uh, test that is given that is not connected to the skill of driving or knowledge of road laws that is given to anyone else who goes in for a license.
0: So if somebody goes in from any other state, are there laws of reciprocity governing governing U.S. territories and like Puerto Rico, uh, as there are with other states and the District of Columbia, for example?
2: There are. So almost all the states and territories have these laws of reciprocity that they recognize uh, licenses that people have gotten over there. What they do sometimes differ on a little bit is how exactly they are treated and what that reciprocity means. In the state of Georgia, anyone who comes in with a license from another state or the District of Columbia and it hasn't expired can, for all intents and purposes, sort of put in their documents, give, hand over that license, and get a Georgia license. Um, Georgia law does make a distinction um, Though in its regulations of how it treats those coming from U.S. territories, um, excluding the District of Columbia, and they have to, they can turn in the license, they give the same documents, but they also have to take the knowledge and driving tests that anyone who would be getting a newt like that for the first time getting a license would have to do.
0: The knowledge and driving tests. So that's, you know, like a written test or, you know, check the boxes test and a driving test, physical driving test. Exactly. Do other states have these kind of requirements or particular requirements for Puerto Ricans or people from Guam or other U.S. territories?
2: There do seem to be some states that also, again, treat the territory slightly differently, such as, for example, saying that they, unlike those coming from um, mainland states, have to take, uh, for example, the driving test or something like that. But most of the states appear to treat um, anyone who has a U.S.-issued driver's license, whether that's from a territory or uh, from one of the the 50 states or the District of Columbia, the same way.
0: So uh, do we have a sense of when these requirements started or this idea of taking an oral test started or trying to obtain a sense of one's knowledge of the place that one claims to be coming from?
2: That we don't have any idea of. The, the document that was released um, as part of the discovery and through a um, FOIA request, which is the F- uh, Freedom of Information request, is a DDS. But we should note that it's not DDS of the Department of Driver Services, which is who issues through the state of Georgia driver's licenses. Instead, the, the front page says it's DDS, which is the Diplomatic Security Service. And it lists, it says it's a Puerto Rican interview guide. And it says in it that part of the guide is you, that the purpose of the questions are to help determine whether or not the person really does come from the uh, island of Puerto Rico, that if they know that that they should, in fact, if they come from there, be able to answer most of these questions. And the document states that even though it doesn't, if someone doesn't know it, it doesn't prove fraud. On the other hand, one should know the answers to these things. And what is sort of unclear is where this document came from, um, why it was a part of the discovery that was brought up for uh, documents that were asked for from the Georgia Department of Driver Services, because that is where it came from um, and what they're being used for. and where this um, comes in to be and how it's being used.
0: So, Jorge, for you, um, putting together this case, what's your tack here? Is it that test, the oral trivia test <laughs> from the sounds of it, um, that is the point of contention here for unfair treatment?
1: There is a few points. Certainly is the fact that they're treating him different than anyone else. It's also attacking just the general process, the fact that you could hold one's documents and not give them any process to get it back, not to contact them, not to return any cause, to essentially leave a fellow U.S. citizen out in a new state with no formal ID, no birth certificate, no Social Security card. How can you do simple things like apply for a bank account, uh, if you needed to get a new apartment, uh, if you needed to travel from one place to another. So so certainly part of it is, is that, is this exam, but also the process in which DDS conducted uh, its decision or, or lack thereof with Mr. Caban Gonzalez.
0: So this wasn't just one inspector. It was actually an inspector at the at DDS from the description that I've read of the lawsuit. Not necessarily just one arbitrary person, but other people are subjected to the same kind of
1: rigor. That's correct.
0: All right. So Jorge just said, like other citizens of the United States, I guess maybe that's not clear to a lot of people. Are Puerto Ricans... Citizens, also citizens of the United States.
2: Citizens of the United States are, include all of those who are, live in the American territories as well. So if you're a citizen of a state or you're a citizen of one of the territories, you are also a United States citizen. Um, we do know that there is confusion about that. There are quite a lot of Americans who have no idea that Puerto Rico is part of the United States that the U.S. Virgin Islands are part of the United States, that American Samoa is part of the United States. And that can a lot of times cause confusion and cause, uh, potentially cause uh, differences in treatment in ways in which they should be treated uh, similarly to other U.S. citizens, but are not always. So, Jorge, what are you ultimately seeking from this lawsuit?
1: We're seeking to have a better understanding of how the Department of Driver Services conducts uh, its inquiries for U.S. citizens from Puerto Rico, and there are so many different things that are left to question as far as what we're exactly seeking would determine, would be determined later on, but certainly to change its policy, to give an exam of of this, of this nature is, is at best uh, offensive. And then also, to to reevaluate how they're treating fellow U.S. citizens with regards to not contacting them back, not giving them a formal process to get their documents back in.
0: Jorge Vasquez from Latino Justice. He is representing Kenneth Caban Gonzalez and others in a lawsuit, a federal lawsuit against the state of Georgia. Attorney Jorge Vasquez, thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you. Also, thank you so much, Amy, for explaining for us. My pleasure. Amy Steigerwald, she is a political science professor at Georgia State University. We'll post the full lawsuit on our website, gpbnews.org. Yesterday, we spoke with Nick Defley, director of Savannah's Office of Sustainability, about that city adding two electric cars to its fleet. In our Facebook group, Rosemary Woodle said, I hope to keep my Toyota Corolla till I can't drive anymore. Allison Smith-Harris is looking to make her next car electric, writing, I like the idea of not having to worry about gas and oil changes. It's also a plus that charging stations are becoming more widespread. Suzanne Marlowe added, I want one in the worst way. I'm looking at a Tesla 3. While listener Aaron Cohen is not a fan, he tweeted this in response, electric vehicle parking spots are the new Lexus Lane. Well, we would love to hear from you. Are you hankering for an electric vehicle? Do you think they deserve premium parking? Are they a new status symbol? Weigh in on GBB's On Second Thought Facebook group or tweet us at OST Talk. And we might feature your comments on the show. Coming up, something all of us can agree upon, pie. A pair of scientists want to move beyond the old fruit and cream holiday pie paradigm. I'm Virginia Prescott. Stay with us for that and more when On Second Thought continues.